That's just, true. She's got a nice little niche here, doesn't she? Yeah. She scares me and I that. text you guys. Exactly. <laughs> she scares the shit out of you and I'm the asshole. Like, <laughs> You're the a-hole. 100% okay with it. <laughs> Welcome to the What's Up Everybody podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Crowder. I'm here with my co-host, Matt Sennheider. Better red than dead. Javier Ortiz. What is up, my nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. We appreciate your help growing the podcast by hitting that follow or subscribe button. Tell a friend about us. Go check out our website, whatsoverdick.com, where you can listen to all of our episodes. Sign up for our newsletter to get exclusive content and updates. Pick up some sweet, sweet merch and interact with us, which we always appreciate. Question we always ask if you ever find yourself wondering if you spend the time, money, or both on a movie. To help with that question, each week we put a movie on trial, discuss the facts, pass judgment, and let you know our verdict. Today we're reviewing Last Night in Soho. It was released October 29th, 2021. It was written and directed by Edgar Wright, stars Thomas and McKenzie, Anya Taylor-Joy, Diana Rigg, Matt Smith, Michael Ahau, and Terrence Stamp. The aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously. I don't able think that's how you pronounce it's his name. Not, but God damn it, I'm not. I fucking can't even change the man's name. Hey, we, we respect all actors' names here. Michael A. Ho. Yeah. <laughs> all of you except Ian right it now. It sounded funnier when I said it. Well, I'm laughing on the inside, JJ. I know. Don't you worry. Sorry, continue. I just wanted to make sure that the audience knew because they can't go. Google Michael Ahau, a- 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 right? That's not his name. Yeah, you got to give the man credit a- for his work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ahau. Oh. Yeah. If you want to look him up, just go to IMDB, bitches, and search for fucking Last Night in Soho. You'll find him. <laughs> You'll see him. It had been so long since my intro had been interrupted. God big, damn it. Big mouth and shiny teeth. That's true. Do you think they laughed about the fact that his name is Aho and this is, we're talking about Soho? Because, oh, yeah. you know. Aho and Soho. Sounds like there's a, a song. movie of. Yeah. In a movie about a hoe in Soho, starring Michael Aho. Yeah, I this wish sounds I like knew some that. elementary school rhyme. <laughs> Dude, that might be why he got the job because it wasn't for his acting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're getting ahead of ourselves. An aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. The glamour is not all it appears to be, and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker. If you haven't seen this movie, pause the podcast, go check out the movie. If you want to avoid spoilers and come back and pick up where you left off after that. If you're okay with spoilers, hang out with us because we're about to spoil the shit out of this thing. <laughs> yeah. There are parts of this movie, like, you can tell they spent a lot of money on Anya Taylor-Joy, Matt Smith, Diana Rigg, and Terrence Stamp. And then they went, we need co-stars. Find the cheapest ones possible. <laughs> yeah, they're like, just find someone who's super bitchy. Yeah. <laughs> like, mean girls, but British. And then it's funny because they have one in there, Jesse Miley. So the girl that that like uh, was trying on her pink dress when she had like the freak out moment, mm-hmm. that girl, she won't be cheap anymore because she's been on this Netflix special, like this TV show that's really hit it pretty well based on some books, Shadow and Bone. So she's not going to be cheap anymore. So they got they probably got so a good deal on her yeah, for one. Right. Scene. Right. As she's launching her career. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> well, she was in the last scene, too. Right. Like congratulating her or whatever. Yeah. She, yeah. So they got two. They scenes got two there. scenes, <laughs> two lines one standing there in a dress and the other one not <laughs> They're just finish it up or whatever. Last night in Soho. She filmed it before she filmed her TV show, Shadow and Bone. So, which is a good TV show, by the way. If you haven't watched it on Netflix, it's it's pretty cool. It. 
Didn't we try to watch that, JJ? Shadow and Bone? Yeah, I thought we were going to like doing a TV show on that, and then we stopped. Uh, mm. No, I accidentally found it. Casey and I were just watching it a few months ago, and I'd never heard of it. I actually went and read all the books after I watched it. That's how good it was. And the books are amazing. I recommend those, too. If they weren't, I mean, they're young adult novels, so if you can get past some of that. But, like, it's pretty good. I read one of them. It was like a prologue or something. I thought it was terrible, so I didn't read any what, of the TV others. show? Yeah, so there's like a, you know, in the TV show, they have that like little gang of thieves or whatever. It was yeah, about yeah. all of them. And it was oh, not, yeah. it was not good. It was not good. Anyways, last night anyway, in Soho. Yeah. Last night in Soho. I wanted to ask everyone here and our listeners, is it common for a bunch of girls to go into a bathroom stall to smoke and or do drugs or whatever they do? Why, it's why Soho, just- dude. Why can't you just stand in the bathroom? Why does it, why do you have to go into a small stall? I well, mean, you okay. got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> you're gonna smart it out. Say, technically, you're not supposed to be smoking in the bathroom. Period. Sure. So if you can hide it, I think. You know, Are you hiding it though? The smoke no. just rises from yeah. the stall. You just take batteries out of the smoke alarm. She already showed yeah. us how. That too. It's true. This movie started very odd. Okay, so it starts with her <clears throat> at her grandma's house. Getting yeah. into the design school. Yes. With her mom and in the mirror. Her mom in the mirror. And the grandma makes some passing comment about how she sees things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So from there, we just assume that she's like. When her mom mirror. like died kind and of. And her from... mom could do the same thing. Yeah. Sounded that... like it. Yeah. I mean, I think they implied that. They never actually came out and said that mom saw shit. But like the whole movie has to be taken as like maybe a giant fever dream where this girl's just cracked. But I, I don't know. It's I mean, that's really... Occam's razor, right? Like, sure. So the most obvious solution here is that sh- that cop was right. And she's schizophrenic. And we just went a whole movie lucky. watching someone have a mental breakdown and no one did anything about it. She was literally running through the streets of London. Sounds hallucinating. Right. And OK, I wish I could say that's an inaccurate representation of how <laughs> we treat our mentally ill. I know I, that's I know, but, but, but it's, it's not. pretty fucking accurate, right? I, I mean, it's it's across the board pretty like, well, yeah, that fits. I, yeah. you know, <laughs> I was trying to think, I'm like, what would I do if, if some chick was just running through the streets, like crashing into people screaming and looking behind her? I was just surprised at the lack of cell phones. <laughs> yeah. Recording her. Yeah. Oh, people are just. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because they're just standing there watching her, and that's not the case. That would well, be yeah. In the light of all this stuff views. you hear about now, like people not doing anything except pulling out their phones to watch people get abused or hurt, you're like, yeah, yeah. It's we'd have it six different camera angles on TikTok or YouTube or wherever, you know. That's just how that would work, unfortunately. But yeah, I mean, they start off quick with mom in the mirror letting you know there's going to be some ghosts in this movie. But I'm kind of glad that they like just ripped off the bandit in the beginning right? Sure. because I wasn't like freaked out like, oh, my gosh, yeah. a ghost. It was just like it was like Casper, the friendly mom ghost. Yeah, you know? there's always that. They're not all going to be assholes, right? Like, right. Yeah. Exactly. And terrifying shit. So, yeah, it's, I, they kind of all were <laughs> or weren't, depending <laughs> on your perspective you look at it. on yeah. that twist. Oh, that was a weird way to go with it. <laughs> so weird (laughs) and here's my problem with this movie okay so we go to london right she gets her school she goes to london and then she has like this moment where she ends up like leaving first okay look let's back this away from the pervert mention i'm about to get but 
my roommate breaks in, starts having sex in my room when I'm trying to sleep during a party. You can go fuck yourself. You're having sex in front of me. I'm not going to sleep on a fucking chair in, in a the lobby middle of a party. party yeah. Fuck off. I'm sorry. You just have an audience at that point. I've got sound canceling headphones. I'm facing that wall again. And I'm yep. going to sleep. Yep. Fuck you. You picked the wrong room, motherfucker. I hope you 100% like it. 100% agree. Because yeah. I'm not leaving. And she ends up late for her first day of school because this bitch has sex and brings some dude in the room. Fuck you. I don't care. I'm not leaving. Was it a dude? Uh, it it was happened so fast that, yeah, I couldn't tell. It was her bitchy roommate and some dude. It did happen fast, though. It's possible that a woman slipped in there. That's fair. At I mean, who point. knows what happened after after she left <laughs> and ended up. Now you're definitely I'm... getting the perverted continent. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm OK with that. I mean, if I'm staying in the room, the more the merrier. Come, It's whatever. I, the, the show's going to only get better with people. Yeah, I was pissed for it. Like, I'm like, why would you leave? I mean, I get you the mousy, quiet person, but fucking roll over and go to sleep like also i've been to college you can't just walk out on your dorm housing situation there's like contracts in place you gotta find a replacement like well yeah because that's she's like i gotta go find a new place (laughs) i think that's indicative of what bothered me about this movie there's a lot of things they just glossed over and just like oh yep that happened like the dead people in the house we'll get to that at the end well and i think that kind of goes back to the, the occam's razor right like this whole thing from a certain perspective could just be a fever dream or a mental break which in which case we might be missing the only thing that wasn't shown in the movie that being she's sitting in an asylum somewhere i mean who knows i mean that's not the implication that they that, could obviously but. that's actually a really good point though because can i jump to the end sure <laughs> at the end after the arc finishes she has that fashion show and she has somehow completed her first year of college, even though she got poisoned like the night before an exam or whatever, because everyone was in the library studying. So how on earth do you absolutely tank your entire like first year? Well, I guess maybe it wasn't first year, maybe it was the first semester. I don't know. I just don't understand how you have an absolute mental breakdown and an experience like she did make it back the same year with enough time to design three outfits and just absolutely crush the fashion show at the end of the year. So to me, that's like maybe she's making this up, you know, maybe she's just super medicated. Well, and let's not even talk about the fact that at the end of the movie during this scene where the, she's at the, you know, the her own fashion show, mini fashion show for school. They don't all they say is so brave. She's so brave. Nobody mentions what she's brave about, right? So they don't talk about the fact that she went to the police. The police all thought she was nutbags, so they went and did a health check on her. The house she's living in went up in smoke, killed the old woman that was living there, and she tried to stab her classmate in the library, got some old man run over in the street. There's a lot of shit we don't talk about. (laughs) She's just just brave. How is she the good guy in this situation? I mean, it's just one of those things where I go to me, that's when it ended. I was like, she went and spent some time in the hospital and they let her back in school after that fact. And it was just one term that she that this was going on during. Like they they mentioned it was finals for the term. So it's not like Mm. I mean, you can recover from that, especially if she's as talented as they made her seem like she was in that field. But and in, in college and finishing schools are very different in in london than they are here in the states so sure you're, you're yeah i mean it's not 
the same style, especially yeah, you can just kind of a fail an entire school. semester. But so long as you do well, the second one, then you can. Yeah, you it's, graduate. well, it, it's specialized. It just, right? just sounds like it's easier in well, London no. than it is here. Just understand, <laughs> they don't have to go to college in London and go, oh, I'm going to take a year and a half to two years worth of random general classes that cover all of the spectrum. They go, fuck off. You want to be a fashion designer? Come and all you got to do is take school on fashion design. So mm. all right. that's it's a very Novel different concept. system than our dumbass. Yeah, shocker! I want to go to school for what I actually want to do with my life, as opposed to fucking everything, so that I have to pay for two more semesters. Anyway, yeah. profit centers, right? Fucking our school. System I did like broken. taking world cinema though. That was a fun class. I wouldn't yeah. have had that opportunity. Well, I mean. You can still take extra classes, and if you want to pay for them, oh, I'm I'm with you, JJ. I could have skipped like a year and a half; have been fine. So, don't get that associate's degree though. Fucking worthless. Anyway, don't even get me started on our university problems, <laughs> our schooling across the board in this country. Anyway, I think it was just a fever dream. But we're covering covering a lot of topics, except this movie. I just don't think there's no. A... This is this is all part of it. We're we're circling back right now, Ian. Just just yeah. give it a second. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. It's all it's all going to make sense in a second. Right, JJ, yeah, bring us just, home. Just ignore sure. my lag, and it'll <laughs> yeah. it'll connect. It'll... <laughs> I'm just saying. I think it was all a fever dream, and the fever dream started when she moved into this new apartment and laid down and saw Anya Taylor Joy in a pink so, dress. So, in light of that, JJ, explain to me where like the the old man that got I don't know if he died, but he was the cop from that flashback or whatever. They were trying to do a lot of misdirection, I think, to make you think he was jack mm-hmm. just as an sure. old man but then obviously he wasn't why did that it's why didn't, didn't it work? work for me it, i'll tell you why it didn't work there's a number of reasons because this was my biggest salt with this movie because and and it's not just this movie it's any movie that's trying to hide something stop fucking hiring mainstream actors to play your past version of this person and stop being so goddamn obvious with their past scenes so she's sitting at this table she finally gets herself into this shitty position. She thinks she's going to find herself an agent. She instead finds herself a pimp, right? And so Matt Smith's character is sitting at a table, and you see over and over and over these clients or these these Johns asking her name, telling her it's a beautiful name. And then you have this random fucking dude that's played by an actual, like, at one time major actor. And I'm trying to think of his name, but he was in like the Hunger Games movies. He's done a couple of big movies. The old guy, not Jack. Well, no, Terrence Stamp is a huge actor. I'm talking about the young version of Terrence Stamp's character. You see him one time, he sits down and she goes, I think you're a cop. I think you could be a copper or whatever the fuck it is. And I can't remember the actor's name, but he's he's a face that as soon as I saw him, I recognized the actor and I went fuck i because as soon as they do that you stop being clever like you can't hide that anymore i immediately went oh that's who terrence stamps playing an older version of because that's the only character that merits that yeah bringing in an actor of that (laughs) fucking caliber and then you change his dialogue and he's the only one that has any kind of altered dialogue in that scene and i'm just like oh my god like i would have rather you had her get arrested by him and just have it be some random actor and you just see her get arrested for being a hooker or prostitute sorry sex worker i don't want to be disrespectful to our sex workers out there anymore so you have her get arrested don't have it be a mainstream actor 
Just laugh, Javier. It's okay. I'm sorry. I was just thinking of GTA, where it's like, <laughs> I don't know why. My mind just went to that game. So anyway, I also don't want to be disrespectful to anyone. So that's yeah, it. I just, it's not, that's not PC anymore to call them hookers or even prostitutes. In Amsterdam, so. they are registered sex workers. Yeah. I mean, and, well, and I, anyway, I won't go down there. We've already covered a lot of topics. I won't call oh, that one. AJ, let's go down that one. I think it's bullshit that we villainize these sex workers across the board. So look, oh, I thought that's there was going to be a make. story there, but okay. No, I just, I, well, I mean, I could go into detail, but I'm not going to. So, because yeah, that would require me telling a story. That's not my story to tell. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm of the, the problem was, is it, they, they telegraphed their twist with him. She also didn't bother to ask his name. Until yes. after he died. I'm yeah. like, this could have been a really easy situation if you just walked up to your boss and was like, hey, you know Hansy, the old guy? What's his name? And she would be like, Lindsay. And she'd be like, it's not Jack? It's like, no, it's not Jack. Where'd you get that from? Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, I guess I'm he, wrong. He also acted really weird as well where they were trying like when the first time that's saw the him benefit of in. being old Matson, is you can act that way that's why i want to be old when not I'm to old. not to be handsy on younger women that came out wrong i mean because you can act odd and people are like that's just the resident weird old guy you can go take a, a bubble bath in the fucking mall fountain and- exactly we've talked about this <laughs> Telling you, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> They're gonna put you in a psych ward, dude. <laughs> no, dude. You're gonna come over and they start yelling at you, and all you gotta do is act like you're confused. I don't know where I am. <laughs> I like marshmallows. You're like Jeremy. They're not gonna from take, the war. They're not gonna take you to jail. They're gonna give you marshmallows and drive your ass home. And probably new pants. Yeah, and the new cop's gonna be like, "Who's this guy? Oh, that's just old JJ. He comes down and washes his ass every Thursday. He's a great <laughs> old guy. They don't care. Yeah, being old, just do whatever the hell you want. I'm with you. But no, she should have asked her his name. But they also they just telegraphed it. And I think, like I said, if they could have maybe showed her getting arrested as a as a sex worker, have him be there, and he's just some random actor. Don't bring in Sam Claflin's this guy, the actor's name, and he's uncredited in this movie. So if you're gonna not credit him, you're just gonna bring in and bring him in for a face everybody recognizes. Don't telegraph it because that could have been a cool twist if they had just kept their. So I'm embarrassed to admit I did not see that twist coming. I did think he was Jack. Until... Oh, did you? Yeah, he died. The yeah, one I that I see the Sandy one. I saw the Sandy one. Yeah, I who saw the else, Sandy one. I saw who else would have been a... too late? Yeah, oh. then I was like, oh, okay. I should have saw it earlier. Because I immediately started thinking, I'm like, okay, Sandy's not dead. So she's around, right? Yeah. She's like somewhere in this movie. And the only outstanding blonde old woman would have to be the landlord. No, I saw that coming too. And again, this one was... I'm, I can forgive that one because you bring in Diana Rigg and Diana Rigg is just an amazing actress. She's, I, again, rest Dude. in peace. I love Diana Rigg. She uh, had a range in this movie. Dude, she is amazing. She and I was like, hook like Clint Eastwood in his Oh, well, yeah, that backhand. Seriously. But here's the best part is I was believable because it was a backhand and she put her entire body into that swing. It wasn't a jab from Clint Eastwood that knocked this kid on his ass. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the audience can't see you right now. Yeah. Shaking like a leaf. So frail them. old man can't even make a fist. Yeah. No, Diana Rigg, that backhand, she twisted her whole body and just pop. 
That was great. Yeah. No, I love Diana Rigg. But so I knew you don't you don't hire Dame Diana Rigg for a role that's not going to have a twist to it. So for just a landlady, right? I didn't so recognize I, her. So that sure. Happened. I was obsessed because she was in Game of Thrones for like three seasons and she was absolutely the best character in fucking Game of Thrones. And then she she has many, many movies. That's for, for me to pigeonhole her just to Game of Thrones is kind of disrespectful too, but she's amazing. But I saw that one coming. The one I didn't see coming was her having murdered all of her Johns. I, <laughs> like, I didn't. Yeah. Like, that's the twist. When they start showing her, like, slicing fuckers up at the end, I was like, okay, you got me. Yeah. Didn't see that one coming. But that's where also the suspension of disbelief. Like, okay, she killed that many people. Where did these people go? They showed scenes of them being in, like, the walls and the floor. Like, so these these yeah. guys came into our bedroom and they were like, oh, it smells great in here. Let's just get it on. Like, that's, that's what where, I was saying. That's where it they lost me because that so, amount of bodies she killed, like, I – I don't care the, how you're disposing of them. You're going to get the caught. way that I would believe it is if she started doing house visits, like she went to their sure. houses, killed them in their house and hid them in their own house. I Maybe. might be able to yeah, believe that. That'd be a lot of housework. But I'm saying, but the way that they did it, it's not, <laughs> Thank you, I don't care. Like these people, <laughs> they seemed like they had money and they weren't like just randos off the street. Like they were somebody's and enough of these, somebody buddies disappear at this club. Isn't someone going to be batting an eye? Like or Jack. It was the sixties in London. Yeah, that's what they explained it away. Well, <laughs> but it was obvious that Lindsay knew the old cop knew because he kept he told her at the end he's like Alex killed that it killed Sandy and then didn't want to talk about it any further because he he knew what was going on. This guy wasn't stupid, but he wasn't going to stop it either. Who's Alex? Yeah, I forgot. Alex was the old lady. Same. Oh, her name was uh, Alexandra. Sandy. Oh, right. Like Sandy. She went by Sandy. Yeah, I got it. And so she why didn't he going by Sandy? Why didn't he do anything about it if he knew? Because why would he? He was on her side, like the rest of us. When she starts murdering people, I was like, "Yeah, fucking get him!" But he was the same way. Like he told her, and that was part of the reason for that scene of him saying to her, "You know, you're better than this. You deserve better. You need to get out or whatever." And you could see that at the end, like he didn't want to talk about it, and he was obviously sad about it and twisted up a little bit. That's why he fucking gets shit face the bar every night but yeah i mean he knew that's the implication in my mind anyway is that he mm. knew and he let it go on and then they they cleverly threw in those like when she's searching for sandy with the microfilm and everything at the library you can see all they show all these well well-to-do men that are disappearing and there's assumptions made that they've just left and then so you, they they hinted at it you just have to pay attention when they're not being chased by some shitty cgi ghosts i hate scenes like that because i can't read fast enough to pick up the messages that they're trying to send to me (laughs) so i'm like furiously trying to read these newspapers and i'm like i'm missing what's happening here before people in the future have a scene like that and then do a jump scare like javier you'll because he'll be intently looking in a boom just uh if they hadn't shown the ghost like creeping up on her i probably would have (laughs) happened well it, that I was like, you couldn't read them because your face was covered by your hood, dude. Like, oh, yeah, so yeah, <laughs> just put my hood up. I <laughs> I take my hood off like right before the climax of the movie. And JJ's like, really, you're gonna take it off like right before it gets really intense? <laughs> I'm like, it's the act of putting it over my head that's comforting to me. <laughs> oh shit! When he had it, he would like grab the side of it, like wrap it over the front of his face. Like, <laughs> 
It was the best. And what I'm super it, cool, guys. I promise. I oh, am, dude. I am masculine. I thoroughly enjoyed hanging <laughs> out. Is this, with you is the, this the time to hear about this story with Nicole? Oh, no, my first, gosh. I want to tell you what got him in the movie. So he only screamed hard one time, and it was the first time you meet Matt Smith in a scary part. So it was she was in her room. It was after like the first vision of her realizing that Matt Smith wasn't a nice guy, that Jack was actually became her pimp and was abusive. So you see him. She has her first moment where she's has a client over in her house and he bursts through the door on, on, on McKen- the, the main character on Ellie's character and grabs her shoulders. And he like screams so loud, dude, because she's sitting there trying like, to debate whether to go to sleep and then the record player just like starts playing and then she's like what and she she like freaks out for a second and then there's just like a bang on the door i'm like Ugh, that got me because it just happened so fast yeah and you just don't expect full-on matt smith to come bursting through the door yeah it was great I there's another one too where she wakes up and she like starts moving to the bathroom or something like that and then she's not awake and then she wakes up oh, like that yeah, one yeah, i thought yeah. got him too yeah that one got him was that the one where she looks back and there's ghosts in the room um, no, it's like she wakes up from one of the first where it got intense and Matt Smith is coming after her. And uh, then she like gets out or comes out of bed or something and she gets grabbed and then she wakes up again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got me a few times. We it got get a it. couple. It got a, in the cars. And those every cars? Time a car. Yeah. Oh, man. Those cars probably are Dude, like four for they're... four on stairs they were like fall guy or that other uh the the hitman's bodyguard's wife or it's like these cars are just always trying to hit people yeah, just coming out of nowhere just coming out of nowhere <laughs> so i mean two in the morning i'm laying in bed i get this text i'm like what in the fuck who's texting me at two in the morning i roll over and javier's like telling me i'm an asshole <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> i was still awake he's like i'm still awake right now because of you jackasses and i'm like what the fuck dude i was like come on and then he tells me that, so please tell us what happened because well, i, I the actual story took a very relaxing shower to you know <laughs> get into the mood of sleeping it is 2 a.m. No one should be awake. And so when I'm walking out of the shower, apparently Nicole needed to use the bathroom. So I'm like distracted by something. I walk out of the bathroom and Nicole's right there. And I have a literal heart attack. <laughs> I spent all night in the hospital. <laughs> Dude, I can only imagine you screamed really loud. So I did it. I, I, I didn't scream. For the, for the sake of Ace, because I'm telling the story, I didn't. Oh, scream. I got, you, I got you. So I need to, I need to text Nicole and have her tell me the story. I may have yelled or gasped. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I have been around you when you scared yourself a few times, and this <laughs> shit was great. Scared you? Did you freak Nicole out? Did she like no because she's a normal person? She's I'm like, sure I'm she... going to the bathroom. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> like, I'm sure she laughed at your ass. Uh yeah, this I is think... a woman that smacked the window while we were watching a horror yeah. movie together. You guys have been terrible influences on her because oh, I, I think it. she gets way too much enjoyment out of this now. I love it. I just think that Thank she you, now has like a buffer, like she can do it and you'll still be madder at us about it than her. <laughs> That's just, true. She's got a nice little niche here, doesn't she? Yeah. She scares me and now. I text you guys. Exactly. <laughs> she scares the shit out of you and I'm the asshole. Like, 
You're and the one hundred percent okay with it. <laughs> I fully support it. In fact, that was the first thing I said last night. I was like, "Give Nicole a high five because I yeah. think that's amazing." You are the devil still, yeah. and I'm okay with that too. Oh, it was great fun. No, I, 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 I love scared Javier. It's fun. I wish I got that scared, to be honest with you. Like, that's part of the reason is I'm jealous that you have that much of a reaction because I haven't since I was a child. Like, I love horror movies and I love scary shit because I like that feeling of discomfort. It is like, like I, I would love to be afraid of things, but like, I'm a man, you know, so it's like really hard for me <laughs> to be scared by stuff because, you know, I'm a grown ass adult. But like, I really wish. I was it's a little just, bitch like you. It's, it's just movies. <laughs> like, that's one of the reasons I love The Haunting of Hill House so much, because there were moments that actually scared me and made me uncomfortable. Dude, I started watching that with Taylor. I stopped. I was like, no. this because I realized I was like, this is the one that JJ and Javier are talking about. I was like, no, I'm not going to keep watching this. So you I should. will say it's so good. that's like one of the better plot lines. Definitely in horror, but like, it, it's like a good movie like mystery type story but dude it is not for the faint of heart that show is terrifying like yeah. it is bad watch it in the middle of the day with all the lights on and the windows open and you'll be uh -huh. fine because it's and a great story armed escorts right like, great acting like yeah <laughs> well, i was watching it at 11 30 at night yeah don't like, do that yeah. i was like no i don't because then i went to bed and any little shadow like i was like i just don't feel oh dude right as now. soon as you meet bent neck lady that's it yep. it's, it's all downhill from there it <laughs> literally all downhill from there uh but at least you know about the big scare because i've showed it to you with javier that it's yeah. made him scream and jump three times now instead of just once or twice dude I don't know how, how I keep getting suckered into watching that scene. I don't but know. If it happens either. again, I'm not jumping. I'm not even reacting, dude. Yeah, you will. A stoned face. You'll, I'm dude, a I juggernaut, you, bitch. I could send you a picture of it and you'd shit yourself just a little bit. <laughs> you'd pee a little on yourself. I'm going to send you a picture of a dark basement. Fuck off, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and well played if you do. Um, but so back to last night in Soho. Um, I will say that in the heart, in the meat of this movie, Anya Taylor-Joy and Thomas and McKenzie are very good. They're very enjoyable to watch in this movie, especially Anya Taylor-Joy. I'm not a, as big, like I don't have quite the love affairs. A lot of people that I talk to when it comes to Anya Taylor-Joy, I think she's a really great actress, but a lot of people are just really obsessed with her. And I think the, what was that X-Men movie the, that came out that was just absolute yeah, dog yeah. shit? Yeah, the it's New like, Mutants. Like, I think uh, that ruined her for me because the movie was horrible. Is she the Queen's Gambit? Yes. Chick? Okay. Yes. And she's amazing in that, too. I haven't seen that, actually. Oh, very good show. It was just a hard pitch for me to watch a movie about chess. Like, Yeah, and it's not really about chess. It just chess is the center of the story. The, the movie's yeah. about her. It, it's really interesting. No, I've heard really good things. Are you talking about, about Queen's Gambit? Yeah, yeah. that's oh, the, she's the main character. Go for Queen's Gambit. Watch that today. Yeah. It's no, awesome. I know. I've heard really good things about yeah. it. I just it's it's just like I feel like I got to be in the right mood. You that's know? Fair. No, she's she, great. I just she's not my favorite, and I think part of that comes down to New Mutants. But she was really good in this. Like she stole every scene. But I also like some of the visuals. When you get past the ghosty shit, like especially that first scene where Ellie is in her shoes and everything's still happy go lucky and you're starting to think she's going to become some famous singer you start 
the whole dance scene, like where they're kind of swapping around all the time. Oh, that was cool. The visuals for that part was really fun to watch. Like the whole, and then even later on, like when you would see Sandy walking down some stairs and in the mirror, you have Ellie in there or vice versa. Like the way they played, that was really visually quite cool. I did enjoy that quite a bit. Yeah. I I just had with all the mirrors. Yeah, I agree. That was cool. I really, I, I had a hard time like with the CGI of the ghosts for sure. the most part. Like, sure. I get what they're trying to do with like the blurred faces, but like the, especially at the end when the house is burning, she's running upstairs and like the hands are bursting through the through the floor and they're like bursting through the walls. Like it did not look good. No. Like when I when I said in the 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 spoiler free that it looked like a simulation type rendering of what it looked like pre pre production like sure like 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 the the production crew was like here's a general idea of what we'd like it to to look like and everyone's like yeah let's just run with that so i don't know i had an issue with that but the other parts of like the mirrors and the the swapping places that was cool i actually enjoyed that quite a bit no i'm with you in the end i think they hit a certain point and it was like after the cop after the old man got hit by the truck and she realizes that she's all fucked up and got this all wrong and she's trying to go home like from then on this movie gets really jumbled and if it weren't for the fact that sitting on a couch in front of diana rig when she's being simultaneously sweet and menacing at the same time like the whole ending would have just been the worst yeah if it was less of an actress right yeah Yeah. Because Diana Riggs sells that shit because you're like, oh, she's Mm -hmm. making her tea and she's being, oh, fuck, this woman's crazy. And you're like, oh, she's scary crazy. So and it was she saved the end of the movie to a degree. But like, you're right. The whole I didn't like it, too, because I'm like, why are these ghosts able to, like, stop her? all of a sudden from and i realized that they weren't that was in her head it was the drugs that were messing with her but i was like ah, i just it just really took me out of the movie especially was it though ending. because when alex walks into the room she sees them doesn't uh, yeah. she yeah well like she it's did. implied that she did i think it was just I, and that's part of the reason too is like this movie gets so muddied because it's okay when it's one girl that's got obviously some mental illness issues that's happening but when you have then obviously sandy or alex alexander had her own set of mental illnesses but i think the implication and that's my problem with an ending like this is there's so many things that are left for me to imply mm-hmm. and i don't want to have to imply everything i'm okay with some things but when i have to go okay she's getting grabbed by ghosts and that's why she can't get to the phone and i have to imply that it's the drugs and then alexander comes up and she sees all of the ghosts and now it's not like I have to imply that she's reliving her past because this girl is and she's figured it out. So now she's it's just like the records. She put on old records because she heard Ellie playing them, which reminded her of her past. So this old woman is having all of these flashbacks and remembering things because of Ellie and Ellie's having them because she's got mental instabilities. So it's just like I don't want to mm. have to go through all of that. Explain some of it to me. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Or simplify it, but you're you're right though, JJ. Because after that scene where the dude, the old guy, gets hit by a car, you learn that the ghosts are not trying to attack Ellie; they're trying to get Ellie to help them, yeah. which is a stupid fucking twist, dude. Because I'm like, how about you guys just go sit down and get out of the way? Because you're yeah. just making this a whole lot harder. Yeah. Uh, you find out that the landlord is Sandy, and that Sandy killed all of the uh, the guys that prostituted her and is that it 
Those, I think, are the three big ones. Well, yeah, you find all those things out. Plus, she poisons her or drugs yeah. her to go to sleep. Stabs John. Stabs John. And then backhands the shit. And then they have the weirdest chase scene up that the stairs. Weird. Like psychedelic. Super weird. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this and the CGI is- there was not very good. No, it was like Alice in Wonderlandy. Yeah. And I mean, it, again, it was trying to show the drugs that she was on sure. was messing with her. But I was like, this is show it once. I don't need to see a five minute stair climbing scene with some mm-hmm. weird ass 60s music playing in the background. Like it was just really overproduced, in my opinion, that whole yeah. up the stairs. You could have made it seem. And I was like, she's moving so slow. I'm like, they're both like the house is going to burn by the time they get up. The and it stair. did, dude. The fire <laughs> made its way into that room by the yeah. time they got there. Yeah. And it was just like, and I, but I did enjoy the fact that the ghost, when that ghost was like, help us. And she's like, no, go fuck yourselves. I'm not helping you. Like, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm on the wrong side here. Can we we talk the ghosts out there that maybe, maybe don't be as creepy. Maybe just walk up and say, hey, can you help me? Instead of just being super creepy, that could work potentially. Maybe not in a Javier. I got to try and somebody else. But dude, ghosts are real. I'm terrified of them. So yeah, you... I think it was a weird choice to try and humanize them right at the end because they even show they even like make the ghosts look like normal people at one point. Yeah, like cowering. I'm like, in what world would I yeah. feel bad for you? Well, and I think that was trying to be the point. Was yeah. we've been terrorized? We've been like terrorized by these ghosts, and they were just as shitty and evil as ghosts as they were as human as being when they were alive but i'm with you and it was so heavy handed the way that they tried to and they made her say no and i love that she said no but like i would have rather it be like diana rig comes upstairs and instead of the ghost asking for help she says are you trying to help them why would you help them and then she says fuck them i'm not helping them i'm with because i i really enjoyed the part where after everything the fire's going down and she goes i i don't even remember the line that diana rig said but ellie's character was like i know i know and i'm on your side like she says like two lines and it was just oh because when she walks in the door matt smith is like this is exactly what you asked for and she's like i didn't want any of this yeah i didn't ask for any of this and then ellie says i know and was supporting her which i liked she's like i saw ghost part yeah Mm -hmm. i figured just keep the ghosts keep the ghosts as they were like these pervy old men going after this young girl like why did they have to make it out to like them wanting to be saved like just have their characteristics of these ghosts be they're going for eloise because of the same like faults they had as people before they were killed like so i didn't understand why they had to change that and i think that brings up like my biggest frustration with movies like this that try to be all twisty is when they just show you a different version or a different story and then go on and go oh that was a lie it's here's the twist because they do it with Sandy being killed they do it with um the ghosts and all these different things where it's like if you're not clever enough to pull off a twist without lying to me then you probably shouldn't be trying to do it Mm -hmm. yeah well and that's i I did have a problem to to your point i had an issue with how they portrayed the whole sandy being like the murder of sandy the quote-unquote murder of sandy because i get the guy had to and that was the other thing is i was driving home and i was thinking about it and i was like did they actually show the knife going in her at all did they actually show and i was like they didn't they implied it there was a motion of it but it never actually was her going in it they showed like a side scene of her grabbing the knife okay so here's the thing though 
they show the Ellie's reflection in the knife blade Mm -hmm. and the knife is gripped upwards going down. So not only is it implied, it is like there's blood on this knife and it is moving downward. So like, I don't know how they justify that vision or scene or whatever. And I then had that little twist. Cause they just reversed the camera angle and it was actually the knife was going up instead of down. Like, cause that's, I have to watch it again. Upward. Yeah. Because Cause, I believe cause me, there's I even a moment where she like, thinking about it. there's even a moment where she like turns to the side and it's this like last breath type visual. Mm. So I, I just, yeah. Knowing Which how this movie's done it. Be that I won't be surprised after you kill a person. Yeah, no, so, I, so are they planning on making like more of these movies? Because at the end, you see Sandy in the mirror again and uh, Ellie walks up to it and they tap it. And that's how they originally like fuse together, or swap places, like or, like entered each other's worlds, you know? So are we to think like, oh, OK, so Sandy is like back type of thing? I could see that, but I think it was more just showing that she's now just like her mom, like she's just there. Mm. as part of sandy's subconscious or conscious mind and she would hate that on in your corner mom and the <laughs> murder of weird and a murdering people. sex worker <laughs> but i yeah no i'm with you but no there and that's one thing with edgar Wright. he's a, he doesn't really make sequels he just makes oh, one-off movies because i'm like i don't know where else thank heavens yeah <laughs> hey i like edgar Wright. he makes decent movies this one's a little odd and i think it's because it went down this horror twist but he's made some great movies like baby driver oh i love um, baby driver yeah he's done some really good movies world's end which was a very odd movie but it was funny and then like he did scott pilgrim versus the world which is shawn of the dead was him i love shawn of the dead yeah hot fuzz was him uh, i love your mother she's like yeah. butter <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's done some great movies. Like, I really enjoy a lot of... He's, he does some weird shit. Don't get me wrong. He does some weird like shit. Like Shaun of the Dead. That is like a weird Like Shaun of the movie. Dead is a very weird movie. Uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Very weird movie. But they're entertaining. And I think that's... And I, I for this movie, like it was weird. And it had a lot of issues. But it, I was entertained. And I think that's the... For me, I was... It, there was a lot... Enough that entertained me that I didn't hate the movie. But it obviously wasn't like the greatest movie I've ever seen. So one more quick comment. Yeah. Um, Alex, the the landlady, she mentions how people just leave in the middle of the night and don't pay the rent. And at first I was like, oh, maybe it's, you know, it's kind of haunted. Or if you had that bistro sign in your window, I would have left in the middle of the night because I'm not sleeping through that. You need oh, blackout geez. window. You need like seven of them. Dude, that thing it made me bright. think of a Seinfeld episode with um, the, the, the chicken, chicken sign. sign? with kramer and then jerry goes and sleeps in there like that light is enough to drive you crazy yeah (laughs) literally literally Literally. It did drive Jerry crazy. The uh, the the scene where she doesn't want to go to sleep and she's leaving the party with John and she's like, "I don't want to go to sleep." What what is his line that like I died at? Cause he I'll keep has you a, awake. <laughs> does that look like, weird, creepy smile? <laughs> it's only creepy because it was... took a, he looked like the Cheshire Cat. Like, <laughs> the fucking smile was so huge. I'll keep was... you awake. Oh, that's fucked up, <laughs> and creepy. Oh my gosh. But I mean, when you get stabbed for a girl, like you're probably going to date her, right? Yeah. And run across glass. I I was waiting yeah. for him to mention that. Like, also, you know, like I can't. He's running right now. 
all over North London looking for just yelling her name. Yeah. When when he when she finds her when she's in the phone booth. I'm like, what is this guy been doing all night? Well, and I'm laughing too because yeah, why tell the old lady? I realize you're trying to be nice and you don't want to be that person. And it was such a throwaway line of I would never do that, leave in the middle of the night. And then she's gonna just go get your shit and leave. Like, fuck. Call her, text her. Yeah. Anything. She has a landline. <laughs> For emergency calls. Yeah, exactly. It's only emergency, but at least it's emergency. Which is funny yeah. because that ghost thing hands her the phone. Does it dial it for her too? <laughs> well, no, she hangs it up after that because she realized they want her to help them, not the other uh, way around. That's yeah, but the house is still on fire. Like you, yeah. you probably should still call. And if we're talking about suspension to disbelief, I can almost be okay. Like I thought, man, that house had to have stunk for a long time. But I had more problem with this girl who was drugged and chased up some stairs, had a slice in her arm, which was probably losing quite a bit of blood considering where the slice was. And she's running through a fire like it's an obstacle course in a house where she's three stories up and it would have been full of smoke. She wouldn't have made it down the hall without passing out from smoke inhalation. And then Diana Rigg, this old woman, is sitting on a bed in a room full of fire. and She's just sitting there. Yeah, she passed out too. Like I'm like, you do realize bleeding from the neck, smoke, right? Like <laughs> this isn't just like, yeah, it was, yeah. She just cut her carotid and she's just chilling. Right. So yeah, the end was rough. Anyway, all right, should we rate this thing? Sure. All right, I'll start. And I kind of leaned into it right there. I I had I was entertained and not just by Javier. I thought there was some good story elements. To I was it. the best actor in that theater. I, that could be true. Um. Besides the lady that was sitting next to Casey that just was, they ate an entire bucket of popcorn and I heard every kernel. So <laughs> really, they're like loud eater. <laughs> God damn. And they kept pouring, like she would empty this like container that she had and he would pour more popcorn in it. And I was like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Anyway, <laughs> it was, it was rough, but yeah, I was entertained at a lot of this movie. There was some really great acting. Diana Rigg. It's terrible that this was her last performance because she's so amazing, but I'm glad I got to watch her in it. She's awesome. I liked Anya Taylor-Joy in it. I liked Thomas and McKenzie. I thought the, those three were really good. Matt Smith was in a very small role, but he was very menacing. That man is an interesting actor because even when he plays good guys, like he's creepy. So, and he's probably the best doctor. <laughs> One of them. That about my doctors. boy. He is. He is the best doctor, I think. He's well, really maybe good. David Tennant. David Tennant is, but that David Tennant's another one that is really fucking creepy, even when he's a good guy. Um, Matt Smith had the best writers in that series. True. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, that's true. Anyway, neither here nor there. It's a weird movie, and there were issues. The end ending was so fucking rushed and overproduced. But the middle part of the movie, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really fun. I thought there was some really brilliant, stupid performances, like the the Mean Girl roommate was actually really entertaining even though she had like four lines in the whole fucking movie yeah so partway through that movie when you first meet her i was like this chick is my idol i want to be just yeah. like her <laughs> and then the second half i was like she's the worst human being on this planet i love her i leaned over <laughs> at some point of i was like i really like her but i hope she gets like the most brutal death in this movie <laughs> she almost took a pair of scissors to the eye socket i told him i was like oh why do you have to stop her i just <laughs> Because then she'd go to jail. Yeah, anyway, I, I was entertained. And for a quick horror movie to go on Halloween, it was fun. It was better than something that you'd get out of like a cookie cutter 
number 12 of a slasher series that we've all seen before, except maybe Javier. So again, I enjoyed it. It's not anything to write home about. So I'm probably going to give it a, I, I'm not going to probably, I'm going to give it a two and a half. Call it good. It was an average horror movie with some cool elements as far as thriller pieces go, but it could have been done way better and could have been a much better movie. So there it is for me. Ian. Guys, I, I just don't have strong feelings about this movie one way or another. I'm trying to look at it from a more objective standpoint. Like I feel like it was pretty average. The ending was rushed and kind of weird and tried to do way too much where if it would have kept it simple and can like aligned with the pacing of the rest of the movie, I think I would have felt more resolved and like the story concluded better. Like you said, acting was hit and miss just kind of depending on the the actor, or the timing point in the movie. But I, I think I would give it a 2.5, but I feel like the ending just wasn't there for me. So I'm going to do a two. Um, I have no plans on watching this again. I can see how people would like this movie, though, but it's not something that's up my alley because I'm always curious, like, okay, this is how I thought about it. What is the rest of people thinking? So I go on Rotten Tomatoes, and I definitely don't think this deserves a 92, which is crazy. 92? 92. No for audience. And even the critics was like a 70-something. So I mean, which not to be offensive. Makes me wonder like, if I watched wrong with you people? the wrong movie. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> I love what we insult our listeners. I feel like it keeps <laughs> oh, coming shit. back. It's this really abusive, toxic relationship where they're really like, yeah. like looking for our approval. Maybe especially Ian how will we, like this movie. Especially how we are already planning to send ransom notes to sponsors that we're going to yeah. release. Like, yeah. <laughs> out their brands. Are we the baddies? That's no. our MO. We might be. We might be. I'm okay with that. All right. So, yeah, that's where I'm standing, too. Not going to watch it again, but you might enjoy it. You never know. You never know. Yeah, and I don't know that I'd watch this movie again. In fact, I don't think I would actively pursue this movie again because it's. I don't think it's worth the The twists weren't good enough to make me go, God, I want to relive that feeling of, man, that was such a good twist. Like, there's twists out there where you're like, ooh, that was great. One of the best twists ever, The Prestige. Very oh. good twist. I was thinking because we're in the horror genre. I was thinking the the twist in uh, the house of the haunting of Hill House because that had probably one of the best twists ever. Too. Oh, I'm trying to remember what the twist is there because there's like a hundred of them. Bent it, lady. Oh, dude, that twist threw me through a loop, Fuck. like a freaking paradox loop too. Yeah, like yeah, that was Fuck. a good one. That's a great one. Anyway, yeah. yeah so uh, the twists just weren't good enough to rewatch this movie. So. All right, Matson, what's your rating? I don't have a ton to say about this movie. I'm going to give it a, a two. It's entertaining enough. I think if it's just this, it's just not a genre or a movie that is for me. So I'm, there's a lot of you out there that it is for. The, I mean, the soundtrack of you like oldies music. I mean, they mm. they lean into it, and I know people that really like that music. I didn't That's like that. Another but, part that I missed when she's stacking the records. I'm like, I don't know any of this. Yeah, but the, they definitely leaned into that. So for those of you like that, I mean, the soundtrack is probably really powerful for for those that love it. I think the acting was good. I just I like. People have said before me, uh, the ending, there was a lot of suspension of, of some disbelief and just felt rushed, I think, because they realized, hey, we're getting close to the two hour mark. We got to cram this in. We can't we can't be going beyond that. So if you're trying to watch a scary movie like this wasn't really scary to me. And it, I guess it was kind of a thriller. But if you're really looking to lean into Halloween and you want more gore or things like that, there's other movies. And if you're looking more for a thriller with some twists like this movie accomplished some of that but i mean if i'm gonna go see 
more of a suspense thriller movie. I want to go see the oh shoot, dude, what's the one where they the white community kidnaps? They don't kidnap, but they that girl takes. Oh, get out! Yeah, like get out! Like go watch that movie. That movie. Oh, go watch is, the others. That's a good the, one. Yeah, like get out or, or the others, which I haven't seen. Like those are way better movies than than Soho, which we just watch. And while I think you'll enjoy it. I think there's better movies out there. So solid too. I'm not going to watch this movie again, but it was fun to see kind of a thriller movie in a, in a theater setting. Cause I just don't do that. So. All right, Javier, bring us home. I did not care for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are problems with the plot in the visuals, in the acting. Like, I think if this was, if it didn't have so many like red herrings of just other things to look at. I think we would be a lot more critical of the errors in this movie, but there's like flashing lights and pretty women. And so it's distracting uh, and fast paced and a little confusing. Anyway, I think this movie has a number of issues apart from it, just being in a genre that I absolutely loathe. So (laughs) I'm going to give this, I'm going to be generous and I'm going to give this a one and a half. I don't really think this is worth watching. Like Matson said, I think if you want to get to the Halloween spirit, there's go watch the the haunting of Hill house. That's legitimately awesome. Terrifying, but awesome. There's other things to do. This movie now one and a half. I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to watch this again. What kind of stupid ass question is that? <laughs> it's funny. I have to laugh because by the time this comes out, Halloween will be over. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, on so. Monday. Next year. <laughs> Next year. It's literally coming out the day after Halloween, uh, but, it's not Halloween yet, goddammit. And the spoiler-free will come out today. Next week, join us for the Eternals. We'll see how that goes. This movie was really highly rated on Rotten Tomatoes so far. The Eternals, not so much. We'll see how this goes. But it's also getting review-bombed on IMDb for, mm. because of the Which one? Marvel, actually, uh, the Eternals. So oh. Marvel actually stepped up and has an openly gay couple in this movie, and it's getting review-bombed because of it. So no, that's people are- lame douchebags so yeah i'm interested to see this movie we'll do our review of it next week yeah matson tell everybody where they can find us before you can find us we'd like to thank our unofficial sponsors um, <laughs> mountain dew got a lot. Uh, target target amc um which i'm forgetting one of them amc the amc a- oh, oh. How can we forget AMC? And Code Red. (laughs) Go out there and get your your AMC membership because I know I need to because I need to save money for all the movies that I watch. Uh, Like this one that I wouldn't have felt. Maybe I would have rated this a little higher because it would have been effectively felt free, even though it wasn't. But anyways, we'll see what we unofficially sponsor next week. But thank you all for chiming in. If you want to come find us and listen to us, Ghana, Spotify, Stitcher, other places on social media, Facebook and Instagram, especially Twitter as well. Check us out on whatsourverdict.com. Find out what we're reviewing next besides Eternals of the following weeks. I'm excited myself for Ghostbusters. I think that'll be interesting around the Thanksgiving holiday. We are excited to just hear from you and also buy some merch if you want. You want a good mug. It's getting cold. You want to make some hot chocolate. You want some great coffee. You want that What's Our Verdict logo. It's 22 inches or something, right? Yeah, it's it's Fuck you. huge. <laughs> like, it's, it's massive. If you want to curse Javier's name every morning as you get ready for the day, I think he'd appreciate that. So I would. If I was on someone's mind every morning, just like, fuck Javier. Like, I'm living in your head rent free, and that only gives me power. There's also a sticker with Javier's face on it if you want, like, target practice. Of some I sort have, like, of four of them because I'm a Yeah, nice you can put it, like, on your toilet seat and aim at it, like, teaching <laughs> your, your kids proper bath and etiquette. Like, go for it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, I like bathroom that. Bathroom jokes. Yep. <laughs> 
low hanging fruit. We are children. Um, <laughs> thanks, Fatson. Uh, yeah. So we appreciate you tuning in. Tune in next week for Eternals. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye bye now. Bye. Cinematic out.